Hi everyone. Today we're going to look at your nervous system and your business and you may notice <laughs> these last few weeks or even few months I've been mainly recording the podcast on uh, at our apartment on the west side of Maui and today I'm back on the north shore of Maui so you're going to hear a lot more bird noises, potentially some roosters, um, all sorts of natural noises. <laughs> so um, you're welcome. I'm sure it's good for you. So as I mentioned in episode 38, behind the scenes of the alchemical business intensive launch, I've been working with the planetary deity Mercury for the past couple months. He governs commerce, marketing, travel, the internet, and he's also associated with the nervous system. So if you've ever seen an illustration of the nervous system in the body, this may make sense to you. It looks like tributaries spidering off a large river, carrying water to various parts of the land. It could be like a trade route carrying goods from one part of the world to the far reaches of the globe. It's how our body senses and then carries that information to other parts of our body, kind of like the internet. The nervous system is the most complex and highly organized body system in our bodies, and it actually greatly affects our business, and that's what we're going to be going into today, and especially as highly sensitive people, empaths, and intuitives. So let's look at how the nervous system works to start us off. The nervous system takes in information through our senses, touch, taste, smell, sight, sound and then processes the information and triggers various reactions in our body, such as making your muscles move or causing you to feel pain. It can be reflexive reactions like pulling your hand off of a hot stove top or shivering when you get too chilled or more conscious reactions like eating another bite when you taste something you like. So through our nervous system, we communicate with the outside world. Can you see why this would be ruled by Mercury, the god who travels and carries messages between worlds? It also controls various mechanisms in our body, including metabolic processes. It literally dictates how we digest life or our inability to digest life, as you see when you get into the sympathetic nervous system in a bit. So there are billions of nerve cells in the nervous system called neurons, making up the involuntary and voluntary nervous systems, kind of like we just talked about, these reflexive reactions or reflexes and then our more conscious responses to different stimuli. And as you may expect, the voluntary nervous system controls what we are consciously aware of and what we can consciously control, like moving our body. The involuntary nervous system controls what we cannot consciously control, like keeping our heart beating or digesting lunch or sweating. It takes signals from the brain, bypasses our conscious thought, and passes them on to the body or vice versa. And let's note here that our breath falls into both of these categories. It is automatically controlled by our involuntary nervous system. And at the same time, we can consciously control it. Through our breath, we can link 
these two worlds. How interesting that Mercury is associated with the element of air. We'll go down the rabbit hole of what we can consciously do to affect our involuntary and autonomic nervous system in a bit, but first let's look a little deeper at the involuntary nervous system. So the involuntary nervous system is made up of three parts. The sympathetic nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system, and the enteric nervous system or the gastrointestinal nervous system. The sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems generally do opposite things in the body. The sympathetic nervous system controls what we lovingly know as fight, flight, or freeze. You've probably heard that before. <laughs> it prepares us mentally and physically to survive. The parasympathetic nervous system is control, it controls what scientists call the feed and breed responses or the rest and digest mechanism in the body. It help, helps us relax. It properly digests and eliminates our food. It's a key part in sex. So what does all of this have to do with your business? Commerce is the exchange of money for goods and services. It encouraged travel in expanding trade routes and connections with new peoples. And as one of the most notable ec economists and social philosophers of the 20th century, Ludwig von Mises is quoted, economically considered, war and revolution are always bad business. And as a magically turned on person, you know that the macro is a reflection of the micro the external, a reflection of the internal. So with war being bad for business, perhaps the fight or flight response could also be bad for our business. And I mean, just like competition can be good for business or competition could be good for us because it encourages us to like be more innovative and take risks. The fight or flight response is good in some cases. The being in the sympathetic nervous system is good in some cases. To be chronically in a state of war, chronically in a state of fight or flight, might not be so good. And then Joshua Goldstein, who is the professor emeritus of international Re relations at the American University, notes, recurring war has drained wealth, disruptive markets, and depressed economic growth. War generally impedes economic development and undermines prosperity. So while the government or other individuals could benefit from war, or you being in a fight or flight state most of the time, uh, the average person, the average business, loses prosperity in times of war. War used to mean job creation, but that's pretty much covered by machine-run factories now, so it doesn't equal job creation anymore. And while a fight-or-flight response helps us flee from a car hurling at us while crossing the street, it makes it so that we're sexually turned off with all of our body's energy funneled towards survival and our digestion is turned off for that same reason. Fast heartbeat, blood moving to our limbs so we can run quickly is way more important in those survival times. 
You already know that the modern world we live in with constant notifications and distractions and the media compelled to report on the worst of the worst because it keeps us watching more than positive news does. We're in a sympathetic nervous system state most of the time. You've heard the statistics that in 2011, Americans took in five times as much information every day as they did in 1986, the equivalent of 174 newspapers. And then during our leisure time, not counting work, each of us processes 34 gigabytes or 100,000 words every day. We're being assaulted with information and we're turning off because of it. As we already discussed, the parasympathetic nervous system controls our sexual impulse and our digestion. These are turned off when our sympathetic nervous system is turned on. On a more metaphorical level, it controls our creativity and how we digest life, both key in running successful and fulfilling businesses. Okay. I won't simplify it that much. The sexual response cycle is actually the interplay of sympathetic and parasympathetic. And we'll just nerd out for a second. Desire in the brain triggers excitement, the sympathetic nervous system, uh, which peaks at, or, um, peaks at orgasm, which in turn triggers the parasympathetic nervous system. But that trigger was desire, not stress or war or a looming deadline. Okay. Sorry for that tangent. <laughs> so digesting life is when we actually digest the information that we take in. And I'm not only talk ab talking about what we read or see or hear. This is also what we sense, our intuition, how we feel, and the downtime needed for our brain to process the information, make those connections in our brain. This is the importance of not overworking or over consuming stimuli of our work, not leaving us in a stress response where we can't process our day and make world changing stuff out of it. Like at the end of the day, are you trying to numb out because you're trying to trigger a freeze response that sympathetic nervous system so that you can turn off to be a leader in your space a thought leader, a visionary, you need to prioritize getting into a sympathetic state so that you can digest life and create new connections and solutions to birth new ideas and projects. So what do we do about this? An estimated 75% of all parasympathetic nerve fibers in the body come from the vagus nerve. Activating the vagus nerve basically tells your brain all is peachy <laughs> and that you can be in a parasympathetic state. It is safe. What's interesting is your voice box is connected to the vagus nerve. So the conscious act of humming or singing can trigger the autonomic response of going into a parasympathetic state. My computer just shut off. So let's try this again. <laughs> So as I dropped in earlier, breath is another way to consciously control the unconscious. Slowing down your breathing slows down your heart rate, bringing you into that parasympathetic state. Or maybe the ancient yogis had it right by doing a deep inhale, followed by a long, oh, um, 
checking both the conscious slow breathing box and the humming box. As I've said over and over and over again, digesting healthy food isn't really possible without being in a parasympathetic state. You can take it in, but without being in that relaxed rest and digest state, you won't really take in the nutrients. Taking in healthy thoughts and practices isn't really possible without a parasympathetic state either. This is why hypnosis or guided meditation is so effective. You get into a deep, relaxed state and then take in new thoughts and beliefs when your body can actually digest them. So, scooting back to my dear pal, Mercury. <laughs> Mercury also rules mushrooms. And I'm not sure if you've ever seen a mycelium network before that is underground below any sort of mushroom fruiting body. And it's only the fruiting body of a mushroom that you see above ground, that cap or whatever shape they are. And then this huge, massive network of mycelium is connecting all of the fruiting bodies that are above ground in this below ground structure. If you've seen a mycelium network before, then you know that it looks very, very much like our nervous system. The expanse of mycelium, these long, thin white fibers reaching out through the ground, connecting everything and communicating with one another. The largest known organism in the world is the large mycelium network underneath, underneath an ancient aspen forest, miles and miles, acres and acres wide. It has been known that it will actually allow different aspen trees to communicate with one another so that a tree in the sunlight can transfer photosynthesis through the mycelium, this, this mushroom structure that's separate from the tree, and transfer the photosynthesis to a tree that is in the shade that doesn't have access to sunlight. So our nervous systems, all of these long fibers of neurons connecting our brain in various, with various organs to one another, reflecting the mycelium that connects various fruiting bodies or plants or trees to one another so that they can communicate reflecting our human systems of trade routes, of commerce, of different nations and peoples, being able to connect with one another and share resources and communicate. And similar to mushrooms, mercury also rules adaptogens, which can be mushrooms, but it is generally any plant or herb that we consume that will regulate our nervous system, stabilize our physiological processes and bring us to homeostasis. Sounds a little like bringing us out of wartime to a time of peace, right? <laughs> and I'm starting to think of all activities that bring me into a parasympathetic state as adaptogenic activities I can do. So breath work, yoga, pleasure, singing, meditation, connecting with friends, long walks, long baths, baking. <laughs> Maybe that idea can help you too. Because beyond being in a sympathetic state, helping us to be turned on, creative, digesting life, it also helps us to receive, to receive pleasure and other good things. When we don't feel safe, we can't really receive. 
like our example of not being able to fully digest nutrients when we eat while in the sympathetic nervous system state, when that state is activated, you see this with a tight throat, a tight jaw, a tense gut. Your stress response is activated and you're not relaxed enough to take in life, to receive life. And you probably all already know this on some level. I took the women in the alchemical business intensive through an exercise of connecting uh, with themselves as the visionary CEOs of their business versus being a micromanager of their business. And every single one of them saw their visionary CEO as relaxed, trusting, at ease, in pleasure. They knew somehow, some way that to get to their next level of success and fulfillment in business, they have to be in a relaxed, receptive state. So that is all for today, my friends. As always, you can reach me at on Instagram at the Dirty Alchemy. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what your favorite practices are to get into a parasympathetic state or your new commitment to getting out of a fight, flight, freeze response on a daily basis. And next week I'm talking with Brooke Adams Law on why and how to write a book to serve your business success when not to write a book. <laughs> so see you next Thursday and you have a great week.